Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, November the 10th in 2020 on When I Rise. We're currently in year A, proper week 28 and the 24th Sunday after Pentecost. And on Tuesdays, we eat tacos and we cover the Psalms. We're going to be in Psalm 123. This is a Psalm 123, like A, B, C. So I'll read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and we'll spend our time praying along this theme. So thanks for making this party of morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and we got together in a time of prayer. Psalm 123, I lift up my eyes to you, to you who sit enthroned in heaven. As the eyes of slaves look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a female slave looks to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he shows us his mercy. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy on us, for we have endured no end of contempt. We have endured no end of ridicule from the arrogant, of contempt from the proud. This is the word of God for us. One of the chief functions of religion is to help someone deal with their pain, right? And do it redemptively and without some sort of operating software, something outside of us. There's no way to uh, show some uh, restraint in the anger that we express. And so here we have in Psalm 123 an attempt for a person to deal with their pain. As we know, Psalm 123 is a part of this group of psalms called the Song of Ascents. These songs that are stitched together that if you read them consecutively from 120 to 134, they mimic this journey from being on a faraway land back all the way into the house of the Lord. And so early on in the Song of Ascents, the worshiping body is dealing with their pain. And you'll notice that the, this psalm, Psalm 123, starts the same way as Psalm 121. But this song has a different tenor to it. Like it would be like the E minor chord change uh, if they were changing chords uh, for the different tune of these songs to sing to. Because this is a lament. This is a, a sorrowful song. One that is just simply acknowledges all the harsh treatment that they received as the people of God. I think this is important for us. One of the things that uh, maybe we don't see a lot in the American church where a lot of it, for the lot of time we haven't made. Like we... Uh, we do have pain, we have issues that show up in our life, um, but maybe not at the depth and at the repetition that other parts of the body of Christ around the world do. And so lament is something that's difficult for us. Uh, I think lament is something that's important for the life of the church. I think sometimes we force lament, and I think people are left confused. But there is a space within the worshiping community where we get to air our grievances to God, and we don't have to blush about it. We don't have to feel bad. Uh, we don't have to be happy sappy all the time, but we can uh, air our complaints and our grievances to God. And notice that this is an important uh, facet of the worshiping community. The Christian believer is expected not to air their grievances on Facebook, but to the presence of God himself. Uh, the particular grievance particular grievance of the worshiping body in Psalm 123 is that the harsh treatment of others, of the arrogant, of the proud, they are ceaselessly harassed by those who would like to control them. And so instead of taking matters into their own hands, they allow vengeance to be God's because he's the only one who judges justly. And so instead of taking matters into their own hands and demanding our day in court, even uh, this worshiping body lifts their voices to God and it kind of ends. It doesn't say, oh, and you will uh, you will hear us and you'll deliver us in your day. It just simply stops with saying, we have endured no end of ridicule from the arrogant of contempt from the proud, and then that's where the song ends. And I don't know if there is 
something that's missing or maybe they are leaving us with the question of what will God do in response. But it still allows this uh, worshiping body to have the license to air their grievance to God. And so let me offer us a question today. What is your grievance that you'd like to air before God? If you sense a reservation in your heart to even air it, um, know that God can handle it. Uh, This is the God who holds all things together by his words. He knows the end from the beginning. Uh, He remembers our sins no more. And uh, there is no one above him or beside him. There was no one before him, neither will be one there after him. He's able to hear the things that hurt us the most. And so this day, I want you to have some space. I want me to have some space, either in a journal or some space in the car ride to work, where we get to uh, just air our grievance to God. Maybe it's the illness of a loved one. Maybe it's conflict within the marriage. Maybe it's the fact that uh, there's a disagreement in the workplace and it's been uh, a tough season of time because there seems to be no sort of repair or reconciliation uh, between you and a coworker, and you know you need to in order for the team to function and thrive but no one wants to give in right and we've kind of dug in and we're just kind of waiting for the other one to make the next move whatever it is air the grievance to god and like get it all the way out not just one sentence but not not just one paragraph but just let it all out and here's what happens in lament we know that we're heard and we exhaust it all so that it doesn't grow inside of us and suffocate us but it gets out in the open and there's a transformative moment either we really release it to god completely and move on with our lives or when it's out in the open, we see that we have harbored so much venom about this situation that we need to change. And so we can begin to pray that God would transform us. So a lot is at stake if we lament with a pure heart. And so that's going to be my prayer today. And that's going to be my admonition for us today as we face God together and allow our souls to rise and meet God together. So let's pray together this morning. Father, Son, and Spirit, I thank you that you're a God who's merciful and kind, and you allow us to throw fits at times and to allow you to hear all of our grievances that we have in our relationships and the world around us, and our missed opportunities, our own mistakes, that we get to allow our voices to be raised, not just in songs of praise, but also in cries of lament. And so God, I thank you this day that you take it up and that you absorb it within yourself and that you give us a license to do so, so that we don't take that hurt and pain out out on the world around us and the people that we love around us. And so God, this day, I pray that you would hear all of us, all of my brothers and sisters, as we allow a space to share our deepest grievance. God, I pray that you give us a confirmation that you've heard it and that your mercy will draw near to us. God, I pray that if we are stunned by the amount of venom and anger that's within us, that you would transform us, that you'd allow us to bring those hurt places to you and that we would sense the healing power of Jesus uh, deep within our souls. God, I pray that if we, once we air our lament and we realize that this is really a trivial thing that we've allowed to grow to a larger extent because of our own shortcomings or because of our own insecurities, God, I pray that you allow us to have the freedom of knowing that we can let it go. And so God, we pray for your grace today, your grace to share with you what hurts us and also the grace to let it go and for us to seek our own growth and transformation. So God, be with us, restore us gently with your kindness and allow us to be made whole once again. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.